Welcome back to Everything Scary 3AM. My name is John, and with me tonight is Mandy. The Mandy Kids. And we're ready to watch some movies, but what are we going to watch? We're going to watch something. No. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun with this one. Uh, this one's my choice. Uh, so, of course, it's going to be a little bit off the wall. I watched this movie and actually own a copy of it uh, in VHS. Uh, but uh, it's, it's kind of a punk to stream, so I had to look around, and I found it on Tubi. Which I thought was Quibi, so I thought it had gone bankrupt. But no, this one, this one's different. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like this is one of those ones where you... Uh, it's kind of like YouTube, like movies, where you, you have to watch it free with the ads. So basically, I'm just watching it again on TBS without it being censored, I think. But, uh, yeah. So this one is 1993's Arcade. Which I've never heard of before. Uh, this one's directed by An Albert... Pyun. Pyun. Um, so he is actually the director, he's the director for Sword and Sorcerer, which is, uh, was done by Rift Tracks not too long ago, uh, Cyborg, and the 1990 Captain America, uh, the one with, um, God, what's his name? The one that you probably never heard of. Reb Brown. It's the, oh no, there's like two of them. There's like two sequels of it. It's so ridiculous. Wow. Uh, it was written by Charles Band. Yes, that Charles Band. Vampire and Full Moon uh, Entertainment. Uh, the guy who came up with Puppet Master, Robot Wars, Bad Channels, Trancers, uh, Dollman, uh, Devil Toys vs. Dollman. Everything under the sun that you can, you just love. Castle Freak. He did, he did Castle Freak. Castle Freak I didn't love. I mean, it was alright. I know, but, but it's it fun. He also not... is uh, Empire... Empire and, and Full Moon are also responsible for other things like um, uh, From Beyond. Oh, okay. And, I do like that you know, one. Stuff like, well, I mean, I think, honestly, maybe. like the only thing from the only thing from Bad Channels that I really remember is from the Psychotic Symphony. Yeah, that was weird to that see on song, there. That song, like, and I was just I, I love that song so much. I played it for you, and I was sitting there like, "There's no way," she, and she's like, "It's Psychotic Symphony." I'm like, "Wait, what? Who?" So was like, that was weird. Yeah, that song. Uh, and uh, a little surprise, the other person who helped write this movie was David S. Goyer. Uh, he of the Batman Begins, Dark Knight, Batman v Superman, Terminator, uh, Dark Fate, Jumper. Uh, so he's done a lot of things. He also did a lot of stuff for Empire Films uh, and uh, Full Moon Entertainment. Maybe just the Full Moon Entertainment. I don't know. I always. So my issue is, is that Empire and Full Moon just kind of kind of came out at the same time. Because I think one of them, like, folded into the other one. Could be. Uh, Maybe one of them bought out the other. Uh, well, they both had, I think they both had Charles Band on them. Oh, um, okay. But uh, Charles Band is responsible for a lot of fun movies. Uh, <laughs> As you can tell, by John's enthusiasm. I love Charles Band movies. I really do. I love Puppet Master. I love, I love Trancers. You love Robot Wars. Oh, I love Robot Wars. He's uh, also did Robot Jocks. Oh. Which is, it's Robot Wars and Robot Jocks are the same like, um, is that the uh, the shirt I got you? Yes. The, uh, uh, we okay. can both live. Yeah. Yeah. He's responsible for live. those things. Um, it is starring Megan Ward, who you would recognize as the girl from Encino Man. Uh, she's also, I want to say, the blonde in PCU. Or maybe she's the, the short girl. I can't really remember which. No clue. Um, she's in General Hospital for 11 years. And I've never watched that. Okay. Well, in 11 years. You, you re remember Encino Man. I think she's the brunette. I can't remember. I'm sure I'll recognize yeah. her whenever I see her. Uh, I'm surprised I haven't made you watch PCU yet. Uh, you probably have. I've tried to make you watch. It's Jeremy Piven. Like, the first time Jeremy Piven has been able to star in a movie and be, like, there. Like, all the rest of the time, he's, like, part of an ensemble, or he's, like, the best friend, like he was in Gross Point Blank. He doesn't get to star in the movie. 
But this one was his entire thing. That and I, David Spade was in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I totally don't remember. It's also starring uh, Peter Billingsley. Uh, who everybody will recognize oh, as the yeah. kid from A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little bit older than this one. Uh, it's a tad. Yeah, this is uh, also a couple other movies that he was in. Apparently he was an executive producer on something just recently. Like, I don't remember what it was. I'm hmm. not even going to look at it. But it was, he's still doing stuff in, like, good, showbiz. Good for him. You know, come a long way from Dirt Bike Kid and the Hoboken Chicken Emergency. Hoboken chicken emergency. Yeah, Hoboken is a, uh, a thing Hoboken. in New Jersey. Hoboken. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, it also has John Delancey. Oh, that's Hadouken. That yeah. is that Hadouken? Yes, that, that is a Hadouken. That, that was is, close. That is also from Street Fighter. It's completely yes. no, no, different. I, was, I, I don't think I was it has anything of, to do with chickens but, or emergencies, <laughs> although it could. But I was, I, mean, thinking of, I was thinking of Hadouken. I imagine at Hadouken. some point, it, you know, he'll have to cook chicken with it. At one, and just boof. And it just a little explodes fireball. a little chicken. Uh, but he, uh, we got John Delancey. Who is Q? Q, yes, uh, in the next generation. Yeah. He's also um, he's in My Little Pony as as a oh. character called Discord, God, that's which is yeah. Sad. Um, he's Alarak from Star Trek, uh, Star Starcraft. Yes. Um, he's one of the bad guys who's one of the bad Protoss. He's uh, also Doctor Quest in all the episodes of the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. I did not know that. I listened to a couple of them and I go, oh, that's him. Oh, I did not realize oh, that. Yeah. How interesting. Uh, it's also got Seth Green. Wow. Oh, yeah. Seth Green. I know exactly who that is. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with Seth Green, he is a, he's Chris Griffin is the easiest one for him to do. He's also the guy who did Robot Chicken. He's like the like the main guy who helps he's, do it. He's also Oz and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Can't hardly wait. He plays Kenny Fisher, mm-hmm. who is the sad guy who, who can't get laid. Eminem. Yeah. Well, Eminem wannabe. Wannabe, yeah. Uh, he is in Ticks. He's in, uh, God, he's in It. He's in a shit ton of stuff. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Anyway, um, I'm excited for Mandy to see this one. Uh, we are going to be watching it again on Tubi, uh, which is so odd to me. I've um, never seen this. I have no idea what the hell's happening. I, I'm enjoying. Or... I, I'm just enjoying I'm the just, fact that we're, I was I... able to find it on here. Otherwise, I would have had to like wire up the VHS, and she doesn't like it when I do that. You know what? I'm just. I'm living in the now. I am, you know, going through this by the seat of my pants, and I have no idea what's going to happen. I'm just. Just. Hang on to those pants. I, I'm they really, will not be knocked off. I'm, I'm going to put that out there. I'm gonna, uh, let's curb curb the enthusiasm a little bit. Uh, the pants are fine. Well, they will stay on The completely. last time I got really excited about a movie I hadn't seen before was Lumberjack Man, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah, it was an amazing tour de force. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, it wasn't. It was great. Glorious, even. But anyway, we will play the trailer and see you in a bit. Yep, we'll be back. At Dante's Inferno, the ultimate video game has come to life. This is arcade, and it's all done in virtual reality. It's so real, you'll actually think that you're in the game board. I am arcade. If you want to play games, you picked the wrong machine. gotta try this thing and all you need to play are two quarters and your soul i think the game is alive somehow if you won't play the game by my rules then i'll play in your world now two teenagers will play for their lives 
kiss reality goodbye forever. And enter an electronic world where virtual reality has become flesh and blood. Congratulations, Alex. You've almost made it to the final level. Arcade. Kiss reality goodbye. And we're back. We're back. So, how'd you feel? You enjoy it? This movie was so bad. I actually enjoyed it again. Like, I, it's it's so funny. So, I kind of went... This is this is one of the weaker of the full moon, like, horror direct-to-video. To I mean, it's, it's definitely not a subspecies. It's definitely not, um, this you know, trying like to be a... a, a, a sci-fi movie. It's, it's sci-fi. I don't even think yeah, it's in like... Fact, I, no, like a Siffy. Like, no. I don't even think it's like a Siffy channel movie. It's It's like a... Well, this is 1993, and they, they were trying. The thing is, is that, uh, honest to God, I think they actually had a, an episode of Freakazoid that was actually very much like this, including the flying pterodactyl thing that comes out and attacks you. That thing looked familiar. Yeah, it was weird, right? It was, like, kind of kind of crazy to see this thing. But, uh, yeah, so to, to get into it, uh, we are introduced to... Uh, Alex. Alex, uh, Megan Ward's character. Uh, by her explaining to us that she doesn't know if heaven exists, but she has been to hell because she walked down, uh, one day a year ago to see her mom had killed herself with a gunshot wound to the the side of the temple, which to me is always just kind of weird, but I guess it was, it was easy to do in makeup, you know, for, you just put a little blood on one side of the the face and then blood on the wall. Boom. Done. Uh Uh, she's talking to her, um, her guidance counselor who's saying that she's not doing well her dad is getting messed up and she's not having a good day she goes outside and she has an even worse day by running into uh a tom cruise wannabe and a big tall scarecrow looking kid and seth green with his horrifying hairdo from way way back in the day weird bowl cut yeah. slash shaved head so he's got it's shaved all around except for the top so if you saw um there was a like a inline scale. I want to say it was like overboard or something like that. But um, there was this uh, movie that he was in during the '90s. Same kind of haircut uh, and ticks. I think he has the same haircut and ticks. Uh, but uh, it was uh, one where was, he was in like an inline skater guy or no a surfer comes to some place. I, I think it was like Minnesota, and they they do inline skating. Huh. And it's, uh, it was, it was I, well, I mean, skating was like the thing to do in the '90s, so. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting to to, to watch that. Um, the uh, so <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. They're doing some weird stuff, and then they go to the uh, local arcade because uh, the local arcade is going to be featuring a new video game, also known as arcade. The local arcade is named Dante's Inferno, and it was kind of weird because it's on a boardwalk, and it reminded me a lot of GTA because I think that's the uh, the one. Mission that I constantly do just when I'm bored. It's like five seconds. You run under the pier. You shoot everybody. Uh, it's on that pier. Uh, so you go to a weird little... I, and, you know, that was a weird... The other thing. Uh, so apparently Dante's Inferno is under... It's an arcade that's under... 
like a bigger building and there's just garbage everywhere on the outside of it. It's like a basement. It's like in a basement, basically. And I was like, that's kind of weird that you would just be like, you know, okay, I'm going to have a business. Let me go ahead and have this here. But let me make sure that there's a lot of trash put around it. But then again, it's California, so maybe they're going for that. Uh, They go downstairs. uh, Seth Green picks a like a fight with a much bigger Wookiee. I don't know what the hell that was. He was like sitting there going like, I'm going to fight this guy because he says that I'm ugly. Seth Green was ready to like throw down with all of his tiny five foot two. Yeah. And uh, it's just like, then there's another guy who's about to fight who I guess is the arcade owner. And there's just a lot of tension for no reason. And this is like five minutes into the movie. And I'm just like, this is kind of odd. And this is when Q comes. Yes. John Delancey, John Delancey's all over the damn place. He is like, I keep expecting him to like, it's like, what's your name? It's Q. It's short for Q. I just, he, he has such screen presence in this one, but he also like the, the episodes where Q did not give a fuck. That's John Delancey in this movie. He just doesn't give a shit. He really doesn't. He's just like, "Uh uh-huh. At one point he like pushes Seth Green out of the way by like pulling his entire head by by his face. Yeah. So he he puts his palm in his face and pushes him out. And Seth Green has this look on his face like that wasn't in the script. What the fuck? God damn, John Delancey. And John Delancey introduces them to Arcade, a new... Uh, it's like a pod. It's one of the, um, uh, like... Uh, I, I don't even know if they still do these things, but it's one of those um, full-on arcade cabinets that has the, uh, like, an enclosing door. Uh, it's got haptic gloves on it, so it's got, like, the, the force feedback gloves, which, you know, ew. Ew. I cannot imagine so many people touching those and never being cleaned. Ugh. And then uh, goggles, which are not goggles. It's like a virtual boy. It stands up and you have to put your face into it. It looks like it's it, it's just like regular goggles that have been spray painted silver with some eye holes. And then you have a joystick, which you have to hold on to. Or apparently that's that's the thing that in... That, so apparently instead of like... Which is really kind of funny to me because they, they do it. But Sword Art didn't have this. But apparently these guys do. And this is 1993 in America. So, yeah, they have an escape button to get the hell out of there. A physical escape button so yeah. that you click on. Uh, so if, you know, you're getting attacked by something, uh, especially in, i.e., level one, which is, like, first-gen mist uh, with spikes all over the walls. Yeah. Uh, and it's, uh, like... Skateboarding. Yeah, they're skateboarding uh, through it. But so, it's so bad, though, because it just looks like they're just... Standing still. Yeah, and going... Meow. And, and the things are moving around them. And it's these little spikes on the wall that spin. And they it don't even, stupid. like... stupid. They don't even move. Like... Like, to get around the spikes. Like, it just... Immediately... So, we, we were introduced... I, I forgot Peter Billingsley, uh, his character. Because he doesn't do too much in this. He's wearing, like, a turtleneck. A black turtleneck the whole time. So, he's just... He's, like... He looks like Anthony Michael Hall in Breakfast Club. Like, at the end of Breakfast Club, though, so he's wearing sunglasses the whole time. Yeah, he looks like a mixture between Anthony Michael Hall and uh, the guy from Karate Kid. Like, the Cobra Kai guy, whenever he's still young. In Karate in Kid. Karate in Karate Kid. Actual, in, like, the 87 Karate Kid. Yeah. Um, he just, he doesn't have a whole lot of screen presence. Like, I, like up until that point, I think he had a thing for um, Alex, Alex uh, Megan Ward's character. But yeah. Megan Ward's character is not dating uh, Peter Billingsley. She's dating this other doofus who reminds me of. I want to say it's like it's not Shane Austin or uh, whatever. He's, it's, he's got he, big teeth. He's the he's the guy from. Uh, he looks like the guy he was in Go, who was the friend of um, Jay Moore. But he also looks like the the brother from. Uh, 
party of five. It's that he's like like proto like like think diet Tom Cruise. That's the kind of look he's got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got uh, we've got uh, yeah. So he's like Peter Billingsley sits down because he's apparently the game champ of the group, and he starts playing it. And it looks goofy, and then a yellow ball of diffuse light comes up near him and he has to slam on the escape button gets the hell out of there and uh he's spooked but he's like man you gotta try this uh and john delessis yes yes all of you shall try it picard you wait no and he pulls everybody aside and hooks them up with the home version which apparently plugs into your tv screen which i don't understand that but uh okay uh it's a virtual it comes with gloves and goggles but apparently you still need your tv to run it uh, he pulls them, uh, he, they get the home console version. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex goes home, tries it out, gets freaked out because uh, the arcade machine is this giant face that keeps going, ho, 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 I'm evil. Also, her, her boyfriend goes missing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the uh, the Tom Cruise looking dude, uh, he uh, goes into the, the game and then gets nuked because everybody walks out of the room without looking at, like, wouldn't that just piss you off no matter what you do? Like, I mean, even if it wasn't going to, he wasn't going to get eaten by the arcade machine, which somebody could have been like, hey, I was watching your boyfriend, and uh, he just disappeared in that booth. Is that supposed to happen? Like, that would be an easy thing to do. But what if he got, like, he beat the whole damn game? And he comes out and is like, guys, I just beat the whole Aww, son of was, a bitch. Nobody was paying attention. Because nobody likes you. Nobody. Everybody thinks that Peter Billingsley should have and, gotten with Alex. Yeah. Yeah, including your girlfriend. Yes, including Alex. Alex thinks so, too. She's just like, why am I dating this guy again? Because he kind of looks like Tom Cruise. Uh, Peter Billingsley is going to have a better career overall. No. Maybe. Well, not than Tom Cruise, but than, yeah. than that guy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, true. Um, but, uh, yeah, so your boyfriend disappears. Alex gets worried, goes home, sees dad, who's an emotional wreck after his wife killed herself. Uh, like a year ago, goes upstairs, plugs into the machine, uh, has a taunt off with um, Arcade, who is like making fun of her and her dead mom. He's like a weird. He he looks kind of like a Aku Aku, or, or not not Aku Aku. Um, what's it, the the bad guy from Crash? The bad mask from Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Like, uh, you don't know what the, his name I, is. I I had a. I didn't have a PS1 for, like, forever. I can't remember what his name is. Anyways, I got it for Final Fantasy VII. I don't know what you want. He's the bad mask from Crash Bandicoot. He reminds me of, a, a like, a Transformer. Uh, he's got very, like, G1 kind of just big squares, kind of weird face. He's got a, like, I, I want to say it's a facial cloaca. It's a shutter system on the front, and that's how he talks. The shutter goes in and out, and, uh, you know, whenever you see the light, he's talking. Uh, he sounds like... The death animations from Phantasmagoria 2, which this whole thing kind of reminds me of. Uh, (laughs) Um, So after that point, uh, Alex is freaked out after Arcade has been calling her out and apparently is still running even though she's unplugged it. Oh no, she has a hard time unplugging it. Yeah, she has a hard Um, time unplugging it and she hears her mom. Yeah. So she's she's tripping balls. So she decides to uh, unplug that SOB, tries to call up boyfriend. Boyfriend's not there. Then decides to go to Peter Billingsley's house. Peter Billingsley is playing. I think he got to the second level, which is weird because he got to the first level. He, he like later on when they go back into the game, he's like confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, well, do we know that this is like so? He 
who is supposed to be the game master, and Alex, who apparently loses at all things, is a newbie. Is are at the same level. Like, and apparently she's been playing it for like six hours mm-hmm. up until that point. Yeah, because she's like, "Time flies when you're having fun, Alex." And it's like, "Oh God, it's twelve thirty now, and my boyfriend still isn't home." Oh no! Time to go see the kid from Christmas Story. Time to go to talk to him because he's the only person I can talk to because I want him. <laughs> So she does. She sneaks into his uh, his room like uh, Sam in Clarissa Explains It All. And he, you know, tries to tell her that she cray-cray because uh, she thinks that the uh, the game is alive. And that if you die in the game, you die for real. Uh, which you do, apparently. Yes. Um, they even have this little bit where they're talking about a fractal. And it's not a fractal. It's a spinning cube inside of a couple other things. It's like, wow, look at it. It's so amazing. And I'm like, this is the worst, like, graphics ever. Ever. It looks really weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was 1993, I guess, but yeah. still. Uh, it they, was very reboot. Yeah, it was like, I think reboot did better. Um, so they try to call up their friends, and their friends answer. They're freaked out. Alex is freaked out. Alex goes home, goes to sleep, gets up, goes to school, and her boyfriend and 90% of the like the class is gone, which I think is kind of funny because they're like, everybody's sick today. I'm like, Everybody that just it? seems that just seems odd. That's weird. Yeah. As parents, y'all are failing. Like, uh, and like, apparently the kids are at home playing video games still because they do. They get out. They go check on uh, their friend Lori. Unfortunately, Lori was killed by her brother, so nobody saw that one coming. That's not what happened in this movie. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different Lori. Yeah. Um. So they, brother, brother's name Michael. Yeah. Uh. They uh. They see their friend Lori because uh. They they tell Seth Green. Seth Green don't. Don't watch TV, which I think is kind of cute because it's, again... Apparently he immediately goes and watches shit. He immediately did that, but also it's, don't watch TV, which you could just say, hey, don't play the damn video game. Because you have to put on gloves and goggles and all this other kind of stuff, and maybe you could get somebody not to do it, but, like, that's, that's a lot... I mean, it's the 90s. Like, just sit there and watch some TV. It's fine. Don't read a book. Look, Seth, just watch some TV. Don't play video games. All right. Uh, and then he screws up again anyway. Yeah. Because he's Seth Green and it's the 90s. Yep. Uh, at this point, uh, yeah. So we did Lori. They go to Lori's house. Uh, they see her and she is a shuddering wreck, uh, which they do. Like, she does a really good, like, crazy person. Uh, they actually bust through the window, which I thought was really kind of cute. Uh, the whole time, Alex is like, something is immediately wrong. So she doesn't screw around. So, like, the second that they're like, like, Lori, bump, 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 Lori, ugh, the door's locked. Fuck that shit. She busted up. And yeah, like, she, she... It's like, Lori, Lori, what's going on, Lori? And Lori's like, I can see the angels. Oh, that was so goofy. Alex starts, uh, like, trying to shake the shit out of her, wake her up. She's not feeling it. It's like, you don't care about me? And then... Arcade is like, of course you don't. And then you left poor boyfriend in here too. And he's like, help me, Alex. Help me, Alex. Help me, Alex. And then a couple of bright flashes and I would have, I would have wanted for Lori to have disappeared, but Lori doesn't disappear. She just dies. She just dies, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because now... Is there two Lorries walking around? He's like, I'm bringing this into your world, Alex. Yes. And then Lori dies. I'm like, how is that bringing it in? Whatever. Is it, I can kill you in the game, too. It's so stupid. Um, at that point, they decide that they're going to go ahead and find out some more information. So they go to the 
the publishing house. So you know, thankfully, it's in the same city uh, as they are. They go to the uh, the mm-hmm. developer. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Billingsley has to threaten the front office guy who looks like uh, I don't even know. It's a super like weird looking bo- like blonde guy with big old glasses, but he like looked kind of like ripped, and I was like. What is going on here? Who's this supposed to be? Kirill, what kind of, you know, uh, character or uh, I expected more backup character is that? This is like, like you know, I like it made more sense for Huey Lewis to be in the front of the Nakatomi Plaza Tower than it did for this guy to be in this part. <laughs> like it just didn't. It's it's that kind of weirdness. You're just like this is off putting. Uh, so he threatens to to say there's something wrong game uh to get uh john delancey to come out john delancey does he's awesome uh for a while and then he takes them to the programmer and that is the last we see john delancey and i am sad uh because i think he could have been uh he, he's just the saving grace of this movie it, it's it's great every second that he's on he's he's on and he's on it john uh, was just so enthused i was just like yay because i keep expecting him to just like snap his fingers and then a mariachi band will come out of nowhere uh, you know, wouldn't something. that be great if that really happened? Yes, it's just John Delancey is Q, uh, which is like he probably hates that. He's like, I'm not Q, guys. Come on, I can do other things. Except when he does do other things, he's still Q. <laughs> uh, at this point, they meet the programmer. The programmer is like tripping balls and kind of explains to them that the uh, the 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 background. So the arcade game was developed by using donor uh, brain tissue from a. Uh, child. A child who was brain dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how he could, you know, move and evolve with people and make the best experience or something like that. Well, unfortunately, they apparently maybe put the soul of the child in there or something. Uh, he pulls out a literal friggin' skull. Like, it's a scroll. He pulls out a scroll. And it's just like, here's the scroll to tell you how the levels work. It's just, and it's basically a, like a Nintendo power guide of like what you need to do to get past all the... It's like a walkthrough. Yeah. He gave him a walkthrough. In a scroll form. Mm-hmm. A scroll walkthrough. Why did he have a scroll of it? Like I, you are asking. It couldn't have been like a binder. Your, this is your movie. It's just I didn't. I don't remember the scroll. I should have because that's like, I mean, it's like why do you have a scroll of this? But apparently, you know, they get the hell out of there. They go back to Dante's Inferno because uh, Peter Billingsley thinks that the the way that you kill a virus is by striking at its heart. Could not go, go into its origin or something like that. Uh, kill, yeah, the the flashpoint, which I'm like, I don't think that's how to kill a virus, but okay. Uh, they both, Peter Billingsley and uh, Alex, both get into the... Uh, the machine, the arcade machine. Peter uh, Billingsley or whatever tells Alex that he cares for her very yep. deeply. And she says, I think of you as a friend. She says, but my boyfriend is stuck in the game. He's like, yeah, but I'm out of the game. I think we, we should could, just go. We could totally do it. Like, how does she not pick it up from that point where he's like, maybe we could just drive. She's like, but we can't. Like, how do you not realize at that point that that dude has, like, the biggest crush on you? How do you not realize at that point that you are in the friend zone so deep that nothing you will do will pull you out of it? Even not even, even being a hero. Even, even saving, saving everybody. everybody. Which, unfortunately, he doesn't. So, yeah, what does. happens is they get into the arcade machine. They go through the first level and then go through a door, uh, which was so goofy. Uh, they go to... Uh, the Aztec Pyramid level, 
uh, where they see uh, the big tall scarecrow looking fucker uh, getting sucked into a hole. Alex goes to save him, but she can't, but she gets the keys. Uh, Peter Billingsley is almost killed by the skull pterodactyl. Uh, but he is pulled out by At the, the very last second by the uh, programmer, the programmer who shows up to say that he tried to to get into the system to figure out what the hell was going on, but his back door got kicked out by arcade. Uh, it's at this point where Alex is by herself, and 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 it's very. I gotta explain to you guys. This thing is ugly as hell. It looks like Nick Arcade. It is green screen. She is wearing a black leotard with a black racing, like a bike racing helmet. Uh, it is just, it's, it's just silly. Bad. It's just bad. Um, the next level is the, is that the, that's the water one. That's the Sea of Darkness. Yes. Which yes. they screwed up the, the liar thing. There's always that, that it's, it's that cheap, easy logic puzzle where you have the two people come up and one of them is a liar. One of them always tells the truth. One of them's a truther. Yeah. So they screwed that up by, oh, it turns out, uh, the, she goes down. She sees the the uh, the water and uh, two boatmen. They reveal to be Laurie and Seth Green, uh, <laughs> which I'm like again. Apparently, Seth Green is an idiot, and he started playing the video game, even though people were like, "Don't do it." Don't do it, Seth. No. You couldn't have held off for like you know like one sticks? day. Stilts. Stilts, which I think is funny because he I think he's the he's shortest short. one yeah. of them. Um, they do, they try to do the whole liar thing, but they screw it up because Seth Green goes, I'm the liar. And then it's like, I tell the truth. And that's not how you do that riddle. The whole point is that they're both supposed to say that they're, that they tell the they truth. They tell the truth, yeah. Because obviously the liar is lying. You know, he can't, he can't be telling the truth because then he, he lied about being the liar, but he can't be the liar because he's not lying about being the liar. So you completely created a friggin' loop there where it doesn't make any sense. So all she has to do is look over at the truther and say, hey, what place do I need to go? And the truther go, that one. That's it. You're done. You don't, there's no, like, working on it. I mean, Labyrinth did this. It's not hard. It's an easy thing to do. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh did this. I, I, there was an episode where they, they did that whole bit. And I'm just, I'm like, why? Uh, anyway, so. So angry. I just, uh, uh, before the uh, skull pterodactyl can get her, she gets on the boat, which apparently being on a boat scares the skull pterodactyl, which I think he would just be like, I'm going to kill this bitch. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. Uh, she, as, as they are rowing across to the city, uh, the, uh, Alex sees a boy in the water. She pulls him up, and that's how she gets her extra life. Because uh, she can get an extra life in this game. And then uh, there's the racing. The sky oh yeah. racing or whatever. The uh, the Rinsler fight at the end of uh, Tron Legacy. This is yes. not. Uh, yeah, this not, is not even a little bit. So bad. This, this makes... Uh, <laughs> she goes around in circles, and then she... Uh, floats off and floats off and yeah, then they crash into the wall and F Zero then... looks better than this. The the Superman sixty four like flying through the hoop thing looked better than this. But, you know, they're trying. Uh she floats through a key, goes th- out of it, and now I guess they're at the end of the levels where uh, it's the soul. Yeah. The arcade so soul. They have to get arcade soul. Well there was supposed to be an extra level on there or something like that. I don't know how this works. Uh, turns out, uh, as she goes up there, she's like looking for arcade. She can't find him. Well, it turns out to be the little kid because of course it is. We all saw that coming. 
a little kid calls her bitch like six times. Bitch. Which they got that from. Which I got I, on my nerves. So I want to say they got it from Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I'm here, bitch. Bitch. I was like, what's the point of calling her a bitch? What? What is that? What? She uh she pulls out a little dealy bob, which I guess is a box that has his soul in it. His uh, arcades. I, th- I okay. think it was his heart. Okay, yeah. arcades heart looks like a solenoid or something like that with a couple extra wires off of it. It was kind of weird. Uh, and before she's able to throw it, because that's all you have to do in this game to win, which is throw the heart into Arcade's face, uh, blow him up like the master computer, um, <laughs> he zaps her and takes her to uh, the day where her mom killed herself. And she comes downstairs and she sees her mother who is fine and dandy. And uh, it's it's actually a very... This this was a the better done scene just because the, the mom actress was actually really good. She's like, uh-huh, dear, are you okay? And, she, the, you know, Alex is just like, mom, I'm just, you know, if you're having any problems, you know, you just let me know. And Alex is like, the mom is like, oh, I don't have any problems, dear. I'm in hell. I'm dead. I'm dead. She pulls a gun, puts it, see, I'll show you. Bam! Blows her, her brains all against the wall. And Alex freaks out for a couple of seconds until the, uh, the mom goes, it's okay, Alex. I'm going to go to hell. And you are too. I'll take you with me. And I'm just like, oh, that's kind of fun. You don't ever have to be worried about being alone again or yep. something like that. And then Alex dies. Alex gets shot in the head. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Alex had an extra man. So she uh, comes back, chucks the uh, the soul into Arcade. Arcade blows up into a million crappy little Fragmental fragments. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. It was so goofy looking. It was so bad. And... Uh, all souls are released. Yay. Uh, we see Peter Billingsley. We see the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Green makes an inappropriate comment, which I thought was cute. Cause and Lori's alive somehow. Lori's alive, which I swear there's probably two of her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause unless her body got in uh, at one point. Don't know. Don't know. Um, and then, uh, Lori thinks so, but what if Arcade got out too? And I'm like, well, then he's a couple of no, no, cells. Alex. Alex thinks that. Oh, Lori. Uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So th- there's a lot of weird ADR dubbing in this one. Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, Alex so gets Alex taken home. Take, yeah, gets taken home. She actually has like kind of a look with Peter Billingsley who looks longingly at her. And I'm just like, dude, you're the ducky. You're never going to get it. She's going to get with the dude and you're screwed. Just litty girl. All the wah wahs. Um, at that point, uh, yeah, she walks up, uh, goes to her doorway. She looks down. There is an arcade box. She turns around. For a portable arcade. Yeah. yeah. There's the child. The child says, "Welcome to my like realm, bitch." It's me, bitch. Yep. Or something. Welcome to prime time. No, it doesn't do that, but it would have been awesome if you had. And then it cuts. And then it cuts, and this is the end of the movie. Um, uh, again, it's not the, it? not the worst movie ever. Um, this was not. This is this is fun for me. I I swear, I am going to go ahead and just barely, barely, barely. I'm going to give it a five. I'm going to give it five one ups uh, by pulling a child into your boat out of ten. Because it's not bad. It is fun for me. If you like full moons, then give it a plus one for you. Um, but if you don't, then you might be like Mandy here, who is tapping her feet with her arms crossed and give me a glare like she has this entire review. I am not glaring. 
She's, I, I am, am, however... I am looking sternly. I am, however, going to give this a 3 out of 10 one lives. One bitchy life. She should have gotten gunshot wounds to the head. I was going to. I was like, that's a bit much. <laughs> but uh, This isn't a horror movie. It's not. It's, it's a not horror a, movie. It's, it's, horror it's movie. Evil Tron. I I do not. Think if you this die is a in the movie. game, you die for real. How you love that horror movie? Stay trope. alive. Yes. I, I do like Stay Alive, but Stay Alive was so much better than this. Was it really? Yes. Yes, was it was. It? Yes, it was. Uh, we'll talk about that movie. Have we done Stay Alive? We have yet? not. I don't think so. We have to look through them. But wow. Yeah, we're going to do that one. <laughs> we'll have a game. We'll have a game month. Yeah, you can work on that. There's enough of them to do it. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, we can watch an Uva Bowl movie, too. Yay! All right. Woo! All right, theme month coming up, guys. Woo-woo. You heard it here first. But what about you? Do you enjoy full moon movies? Do you hate them? Do you like other kind of really crappy movies? Do you do you like movies that are bad? Do you like movies that are good? Reach out to us. Let us know uh, at esat3am at gmail.com, esat3am.com. Or at ESAT3AM on Facebook and Twitter. Or you can leave us a voicemail on our Anchor FM page. Just look for Everything's Scary at 3AM. Yeah, leave us a voicemail. Just nothing dirty. Or do it dirty. I don't care. Um, I'll have John check all the messages. That's how I roll. (laughs) But until next time, we'll see y'all later. Yep, see you soon.